Hi, welcome back to The Pit and the Paddock. My name is Beck, and this is a podcast all about motorsport from someone who is just learning all about it. Um, normally, I talk about kind of specific race-related things, um, but today I'm annoyed and kind of angry and a bit pissed off um, because just people um a few weeks ago there was a podcast with some who had some guests on it um and the guests have their own podcast um and it was marketed as we're new to formula one let's talk about it and let's learn together and when they've gone on this podcast a few weeks ago they've kind of exposed their lack of intent to enjoy Formula One, um, their kind of privilege of being able to get into the position they've gotten into through the content they've created, but how they kind of don't respect the space um, and especially they don't respect the drivers and they don't respect a lot of the other supporters and viewers of Formula One, of racing, and especially of their podcast. Um, and I'm really annoyed because, you know, like they put out their apology, blah, 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 whatever. I was like over it. I was like, all right, mm, I'm not indulging in their content anymore. That's fine. Um, like that's the end of it, hopefully. Like obviously still talk about it, but hopefully I don't have to think about them anymore um but then apparently they've they've put out a new episode with one of the drivers that they i would think insulted um and it just kind of feels like one of those situations where white men in positions of power get to say a half-hearted apology and then continue doing what they were doing in the first place without changing any of their actions or behaviors and it's very frustrating because there are so many worthy people out there with podcasts making content on tiktok on instagram making articles making newsletters um, there are so many worthy like women and there are so many worthy women of color, especially who are making this content that aren't being given the same platform as these men. And it's not fair and it's not right because these men get to make quite offensive mistakes and not be expected to change their behavior. When... If I was to do something like that, I would be scrutinized for the rest of my life. And it would be even worse if I was a person of color. Um, so I'm just very annoyed and angry and pissed off. And I think that we need to be holding men, especially white men, to a higher standard and we shouldn't just be letting them do a half-hearted notes apology on Instagram 
saying, we didn't know, we'll do better next time. And then release content with the person that, one of the people that they've said stuff about and for everyone to praise them. That's a very, very low bar because if that was, if that was really the standard, so many people, so many more people would be achieving higher things and would be given access to all of these things within Formula One. They would be given access to the drivers, they would be given access to engineers, to mechanics, to team principals, they would be invited by teams to um, hang out in the garage, they would be invited to do all of this stuff. And they're not because we're not afforded the same status and we're not awarded the same level of privilege even if we do more work to get it. With all that, I'm not saying that I deserve that privilege. I'm not saying that, you know, the person you hate most in the world deserves that privilege. I'm just saying that in general, women, women of color deserve more chances more opportunities, more allowances to be able to achieve that level of notoriety and achieve that level of, I guess, popularity as well, because there are so many women out there who are making incredible content that it's not fair they're not given the same platform and they don't have the same platform when their content is so much better. The effort they put in is so much higher and they have started with so much less privilege. So I am annoyed and I'm angry and I'm pissed off that people will accept a half-hearted apology and people will accept the bare minimum something that I would consider less than the bare minimum, to be quite honest with you. Because I know when I see people that I admire or I follow or I enjoy their content, I, ex I hold them to a standard. And if they fall short of that standard, whether it is something sexist, where it's something homophobic, racist, I, I kind of, I expect them to do better. I feel like as well, real quickly, I feel like it's really important with all of these things that you're not also just making your opinion based off your own thoughts if you are not also part of that community. So when these people are being racist, I'm not just deciding myself that they can or can't be um, apologetic and grow from that, but no cancel culture. They're not allowed to be 
doing this anymore i don't make that decision because i'm not a person of color i listen to the people around me i listen to other consumers of the media who are part of that community who are people of color you know um and i hear what they have to say and what their opinions are and about whether or not what has happened is forgivable if it is something that they need to prove through extensiveness that they've improved on or what it is they need to do to get back that trust because I'm not part of that community so I don't get to say and obviously depending on what it is that they've done um I don't follow cancel culture all the way but I think that it's so incredibly important to hold people accountable but to also give them the room to grow and educate themselves and learn and prove that they have grown and educated themselves and improved and changed their opinions it's not something that happens overnight they you know I need to see this kind of pattern of behavior of them having changed and grown and learned i need to see that pattern of behavior over months over everything that they do not just this one action that they've taken i need to see that for an extended period before i can be like okay i'm happy to put my trust that they're not going to make that mistake again into them because at the end of the day people are people humans make mistakes we know this people can say the wrong thing sometimes in the sense that they may not word it the way that they intend to um but you have to prove that you know why what you said wasn't correct and you can't just go out there and say I'm sorry, I've learned from my mistakes. I won't do it again. Well, what was your mistake? What is it that you're not gonna do again? Why was what you said wrong? Don't just tell me, show me. I wanna see how you can prove to me that what you've done wasn't correct, it wasn't nice, it wasn't fair. It, you know, who did it dehumanize? Who did it alienate? And what have you done to kind of try and repair that connection that you have with that community of people, with that group of people, with maybe your audience? I expect more from people than I probably should, and especially when those people are white men. I, I do feel like it is very important though to point out that I, um, again, like I'm not advocating for cancel culture. I'm advocating for people being held accountable to their actions. I'm advocating for men to be held to the same standard as women are. I'm advocating for um, female fans, especially young women and teenagers. Um, for their interests to not be ridiculed and for people who 
become fans of sport, of music, of TV shows, of whatever it is. There is no reason to ever ridicule anyone else for how they got into that interest or how they express that interest unless it is explicitly harmful. Um, because at the end of the day, we're all, you know, we're all kind of here for the same thing. We're all here for the entertainment value. We're all here for the sport itself. We're all here to indulge in the media that comes with it. And ridiculing people for getting into Formula One because of Drive to Survive is really just ostracizing a very big lump of the new Formula One fans because that's how I got into it. I got into Formula One through Drive to Survive. My sister got into Formula One through Drive to Survive. A good portion of my friends got into it through Drive to Survive because the show was intended to bring an audience to the sport and that's exactly what it did. It set out to get more fans and that's what they achieved. And people can be upset about that. People can, you know, think that that takes away any credibility of being a fan of the sport. But realistically, it doesn't matter how you get into something. All that matters is how you conduct yourself once you're there. And if you are conducting yourself in a way that is harmful to other people, if you are conducting yourself in a way that, um, you know, alienates other people, if it is about how you perceive their acting, if it is about how you perceive they enjoy the content, enjoy the media, enjoy the sport, then keep it to yourself because it's not hurting anyone else. Again, that's not to say don't call out people for, you know, being offensive, for saying racist stuff, for saying homophobic stuff, for saying sexist stuff. Um, because calling that behavior out is so incredibly important. That is how we keep the world evolving and learning and making sure that over time, those instances of bias and discrimination are becoming less and less. That is how we improve society as an entire system, is through educating and calling people out. Again, without being harmful in how you do it. Um, because at the end of the day, unfortunately, we have to be very careful with how we speak to each other when we are criticizing and critiquing people who have that privilege or that power, people who have the money, people who have the space, people who have the um, platform to say, well, actually, no, you're wrong. This is why you're wrong, because you said this really mean thing about me. And because the society that we live in will absolutely take that and run with it and you will turn into the villain and you will be the one that is told, no, you're wrong. They apologized. 
and it's really shit that that's what we have to do but it's the reality of the world we live in which is why I haven't said a lot of stuff to be quite honest with you because there is a lot that I would love to say that I'm not saying because it is very it would be very easy for someone to latch onto it and run with it and say this is the entire opinion of this one person or this is this one person has stated an opinion but actually that's the opinion of this entire group of people when that's not fact I don't speak for anyone except for myself um but it's especially with media creation it's really important that what we are creating and what we are consuming is mindful of other people is mindful of their careers is mindful of their identity it's mindful of their opinions it's mindful of the fact that everyone is an individual and just because someone's opinion is different doesn't necessarily mean that it is wrong again unless it is explicitly harmful to a person to a group of people um yeah i don't know this is probably like the shortest fucking podcast episode i've ever made but i'm angry and i'm annoyed and this is just what you get because i haven't been able to think about anything else and i think that it was very kind of this driver to go on to this podcast and say the things that he said which was you know along the lines of i words can be misconstrued misinterpreted um that he felt as though being a victim was pushed upon him which i can kind of get um but that you know people deserve second chances and they absolutely do deserve second chances but they deserve second chances once they've proven that they have improved as a human being and that they've improved their opinions and their thoughts and how they express themselves because at the end of the day if you cannot express yourself without being offensive to an entire population then you need to learn how to communicate better and until you know how to communicate better, maybe you shouldn't be communicating with a large audience at all. Because there is no reason for your words to be continuously misinterpreted. Because if they're being continuously misinterpreted, maybe it's not the interpretation that is being the issue. Maybe it's how you are speaking and what you are saying. It's all very, yeah. I'm annoyed, I'm pissed off, I'm angry because men are always just given a platform so much easier than anyone else white men are given a platform so much easier than anyone else and it's not that it's not not that it's unfair but it's a very privileged position to be in and especially when they misuse that platform 
there is a line of people of colour, of women of colour, who easily and happily could take their position if they were afforded the privilege of having the money, if they were afforded the privilege of having the accessibility, of having teams reach out to them wanting to collaborate. Um, it's frustrating. And I think that's all I want to say. I don't know. This has only been like 20 minutes, not even, of rambling. But it's how I feel and it's very irritating and I'm very annoyed. But thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And be nice to people. Yeah.